0: Joining me out of the gate this morning, got a very special guest. You know him as the United States Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. Good morning, Mr. Secretary. How are you?
1: Good morning, Eric. How are you today?
0: I'm great. I'm I'm glad you could stop by this morning because I I was thinking every conversation I've had with the president or vice president in the last couple of months has involved conversations on China. And now with Apple rolling out its new iPhone uh, next week and 5G, it just seems like we're seeing American tech companies and even institutions in this country, like through Confucius Institutes, more and more entangled with China and would love to pick your brain on that topic.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, Look, this risk from the Chinese Communist Party, Eric, is real uh for 40 years and this isn't political remotely republican president's republican congresses democrat didn't make a difference we went on bended knee we allowed the chinese communist party to walk all over us and president trump is working to right that ship uh, it'll be good for american jobs it'll be good for american security uh you talk about in the context of technology uh you know we have inside our own classrooms in K through 12 institutions in Georgia and my home state of Kansas all across america we have the chinese communist party under the veil of these things called Confucius Institutes, impacting our kids, putting their propaganda on top of our children. It's unacceptable. We are working to, by the end of the year, have them out of every school all across America.
0: I'm glad to hear that. I know we've had several here in Georgia and uh, academic institutions defending them and their funding. But that U.S. Senate investigation, bipartisan in nature, I guess a couple of years ago, uh, really did show how they just are are pushing a a Communist Party line as opposed to anything objective about China.
1: You know that you, you raised it, Eric, and we shouldn't shy away from talking about it. It's often about money, uh, whether it was the desire of our companies to sell products in China or, in this case, uh, for universities to take grant money from the Chinese Communist Party. It's often about uh, economics. Uh, we need to just face up to the fact that this money is being used to uh, uh, subvert our democracy, to undermine our way of life, and we should simply say it's unacceptable. We'll find another way to underwrite our schools to pay for our kids to go where they need to go To take money from the chinese communist parties to keep our schools afloat is just an unacceptable
0: trade-off well you mentioned economics one of the issues i hear repeatedly and the president has raised is that china is not considered a developed nation in the world trade organization so it gets all sorts of benefits is there any sort of global move to try to rectify the situation now that china really is a a dominant economy in the
1: world Uh, president trump and our team have built out a real coalition on this issue eric it was the president who flagged this first Uh, But now we can see uh, that the world has come to understand China the same way that the United States does. So whether it's European countries, other countries in Southeast Asia, they all understand that this deal that was struck uh, two decades ago that said China could get a set of rules that applied essentially only to it, a country of 1.4 billion people and a whole lot of wealth, uh, would still get these, uh, these things that only the poorest countries in the world are supposed to get in trade deals. And the whole world, I think, is united. It will take some real work to fix what happens at the World Trade Organization on this. But I don't think there are many defenders left that think it's plausible for China to claim it is a developing country when it has one of the most advanced militaries, an advanced space program, a missile program. The list is very long, Eric. Well,
0: I know – you're pressed for time, but before you get off here, I want to ask you. I, I grew up in the Middle East uh, in Dubai. Uh, I have a lot of friends uh, from the Middle East and, and that region of the of, of the world I had a, a numerous friends I went to school with from Armenia. And I'm a little bit disturbed reading the press reports of the Armenian Azerbaijan situation. I know it's having spillover effects into Russia, Iran, and elsewhere. And w- would love to get your thoughts on that.
1: Well, I didn't. I didn't know your history there in Dubai. I had two things, and then I'll turn to Armenia. Uh, What the Emirati leadership did in making the decision not to make uh, hatred of Israel the core piece of their foreign policy uh, was bold and will benefit the people of every one of the Emirates, whether it's in Abu Dhabi or Dubai or elsewhere, Uh, it's a good thing for the region. It's a great thing for the American people who will have to send fewer fewer of their kids to go fight in faraway places in the Middle East, Uh, and the risk of terror in the area is reduced, too, uh, as we all focus on the real threat from the Islamic Republic of Iran uh, when you when you say that, you now turn to the conflicts that are there, and you watch what's taking place in Azerbaijan and Armenia today. Uh, it, it is it is dangerous. We now have uh, the Turks who have uh, stepped in and provided resources to Azerbaijan, increasing the risk, increasing the firepower that's taking place in this historic fight over this um, uh, place called Nagorno-Karabakh, uh, uh, a small territory with about 150,000 people. But Where I believe they've been highly, fighting for like 2,000 years. Yeah, it's a, it's a long-standing conflict. Uh, the resolution of that conflict ought to be done through negotiation and peaceful discussions, not through armed conflict, and certainly not with third-party countries coming in to lend their firepower to what is already a powder keg of a situation. We we're hopeful that the Ar- Armenians will um, be able to defend against what the Azerbaijanis are doing, and that they will all, before that takes place, get the ceasefire right and then sit down at the table and try and sort through this. Uh, That is what is a truly historic and complicated problem set.
0: I, very much so it is listen i i know you're pressed on time but thank you very much for stopping by this morning best of luck to you in your leadership there with the secretary of state's office i i truly have been impressed with your leadership and thank these you, middle Eric. east peace deals uh, we were pressed on time i would have talked more about them having grown up over there in, in an area where my textbooks in the middle east were redacted from all references of israel i never even saw, i've never even been to israel i couldn't when i lived over there so i'm excited That's for what remarkable. you guys have done
1: well i would I, w- I would love to have more time with you thanks for having me on today bless you have, have a Have a great day, Eric.
0: You too.